No One Can Make You Feel Inferior Without Your Consent by Eleanor Roosevelt. From the moment my younger brother was born, I was a bully. I was two and a half years old and my mom was holding him in the hospital bed just to show me my new baby brother. And he started crying. Then they realized I was pinching his arm and that was the start of my jealous bully ways. I was a tomboy growing up with three brothers and I always played like one of the guys. I played football with the guys on my block, picked worms out of the dirt, video games, and loved being competitive. I dressed in baggy clothes with my hair in a bun and all the boys saw me as one of the boys. I didn't realize how much of a problem it was though until I got into the sixth grade. In the fourth and fifth grade, I was slightly picked on, not as much, just a little bit in the schoolyard, but in the sixth grade, that's when the bullying was full on. Kids would call me names such as Stefan, not very clever with the boy names, for the boy version of Stephanie. They would call me McDonald's because my hairline on my forehead is the shape of an M. <laughs> uh, they would also call me Mexican boy because um, they said I look like a boy and I was Mexican. But I'm not Mexican, I'm Puerto Rican. So when you told a Puerto Rican that they were Mexican or like another nationality, then, you know, they freak out. So that was me. I would freak out. <laughs> I was shoved every day in school. And one time I was even pushed to the floor and people laughed at me. When that started happening, I tried to find any way possible to have people like me. I hated going to school because they would tease me and I was outcast. I also had a really bad temper. So when I was being picked on, I would take it out on my teachers and my schoolwork. I wouldn't do any work and then I would get in trouble for it. And then I would get really nasty with my teachers and the kids would laugh. I come to realize that being bad made the kids laugh because they thought I was funny. And then I thought that I could make friends by being bad. So one time I was being a fool in class and the teacher got fed up with me. It was a math class. I'll never forget. And she told me to leave the classroom. I was that bad. So she screamed at me, said, leave the classroom. And I was like, okay, whatever. I left the classroom. She told me to go to the principal's office, but... No, I was not listening. I stood outside of the class making silly faces in the window and all the kids were looking at me, pointing, laughing. Haha, so funny. Everybody was cracking up. The teacher got so pissed off because no one was paying attention to her. She came outside and she came inches away from my face. Like literally her nose was almost touching my nose and she screamed so loud, pointed and was like, Go to the principal's office now! And she spit on my face. So I wiped my face off and I was like, you just spit on me. And she was just so angry. <laughs> she was so angry and she was just like, go! <laughs> um, I did not give a fuck at all. <laughs> so stuff like that would happen a lot. <laughs> To me, bullying is an interesting concept because it's in our nature. We are animals, highly intelligent animals, but nonetheless, we are animals. 
and less superior animals than humans bully throughout their entire life because we are the superior animal, right? In the animal kingdom, they fight for territory, a mate, and food. Only the strong win or survive. This is bullying. But the difference is, in humans, we have a way more emotional understanding than animals. So it is our job to teach our young ones that even though they are animals, they should not behave like XYZ. Children copy. And and I believe that the way we speak to children as adults, um, how teachers speak to them and what they see on TV and even how their friends talk to them determines how much of a bully they will actually be. Adults need to show kids the power of not being a bully. The animal side to be a bully is in every child. And some are more shy about it than others, or some just learn not to embrace that side. I was the one that was pretty shy about it. Anywhere except my house. At home, I would beat my brother the fuck up. All the time. And pick on him. Like, all the time. Bother him, tease him. The poor kid. Like, he could not go a step without getting choked if he bothered me. Like, I would literally, like, give him, you know, we used to watch a lot of wrestling, so I would just give him that nice, like, ah, chokehold. Yeah, so bad. (laughs) But being a bully in school was not my thing. I just wanted friends, and I was scared if I was mean to people, then they wouldn't want to be my friend. So I just left all my bullying for the house. In the sixth grade, I had three main girlfriends. So one of them was Leia. And Leia was this super ghetto, really cool chick that used to just come over my house pretty often and we would hang out. She was really nice. One time, her boyfriend walked me and her both home. Leia left first, said goodbye, and then he walked me to my block. He was a grade older than us and I didn't think anything of it when walking with him. He told me that he thought I was pretty and I just said thank you. And he pushed me into a dark street all of a sudden. I was like, what are we doing? He lifted my head up and just kissed me. It was my first kiss and I was so nervous. I asked him, well, what about Leia? And he's like, it's okay, she won't know. The next day I was walking home from school with Abby and I saw Leia, she was about 10 feet behind me with maybe 12 girls. And her sister, who was in the eighth grade, they were all screaming, that's her, she kissed John, that's that bitch. Just completely taunting. (laughs) The walk was about 15 minutes and we were at the halfway mark. I was almost home. I would have been home like less than another five minutes of walking. And the girls started screaming. And they were like, go get her now, hurry up, go, go. I turn around and I see the girls chasing me. So my instinct was to run. And Abby didn't give a shit. And she just stood there while I ran, not helping me at all. Which after that, I was actually really upset. I stopped being friends with Abby because she didn't have my back. (laughs) But I'm running. And one of the girls pulls my backpack back. And then I cross her. Boom. Hit her with the elbow. She lets go, but then the girl on the other side of me caught my shirt or my jacket and pulled my neck back. And that's when they got me 
and all the other girls surrounded me. They dropped me to the floor and just kicking and punching everybody. I don't know how long. It felt like forever. Cars were stopping, like watching this. You would think that somebody would have done anything, but yeah, cars were stopping and I heard people beeping and then finally it got up. Maybe, maybe because the cars, they stopped hitting me. And right when I was getting up, something clicked in my head that my dad told me to do. Um, he said that if anybody ever fought you, he was thinking more of like, you know, someone kidnapping me, you know, like a rapist or something. But he told me, if someone ever hurt you, you put your house keys in between your knuckles and you fight. And that was the first thing that popped in my head as I was getting up because I heard a jingle in my pocket and I remembered that. Right when I did that, I stood up and I was like, fight me now, fight me. And the girls were like, yo, relax, put that away. It's a weapon, put that away. And I was like, no, fight me. And then half of the girls left. So at this point now I'm walking and I'm still like, I'm walking backwards, (laughs) trying to protect myself. And the girls are still following me. There's still a good like five or six girls following me. And the rest of them were leaving. They were slowly like, oh, I'm not walking anymore, whatever. And I finally got to my house. Um, I walked in the door and my older brother, who was actually a police officer at the time, I think he just finished police academy. And he was sitting down in the living room and I opened the door and I just started crying. I'm like, ah! and he's like, what happened? I'm like, those girls hit me. And he ran outside so fast and he had his pistol actually on the side. He must have just got back from the academy or something. He had his pistol on the side and he takes it out. And he's like, are you fucking with my sister? (laughs) And they scattered. And that was really great. (laughs) Um, Great moment with my brother. And my parents, they were so scared about just that situation, you know, me getting jumped and how I've been being getting bullied and how I have, have been so bad in school. I have, my grades have been dropping all of these factors. Um, they actually sent me to live with my grandparents for a year. That was actually the best decision that they ever made for me. So I went to a new school district in the seventh grade and I told myself that things would be different. I am going to be more girly. I'm going to straighten my hair. I'm going to wear tight clothes and have more girls as friends. That's what I told myself. I was not going to be a tomboy anymore. I was feeding into my feminine side. And that side actually made me more quiet and reserved with my personality. I wasn't as outgoing Uh, loud, and I was hiding more of who I was, which I was considering that my boy side, the loud side, you know? I believed I couldn't be myself because I was annoying, and if I showed who I was, then people would just think I'm a boy. But when I started my new school, I met Selena, and she is my soul sister to this day, and she showed me that it's okay to be myself. And she made me feel like I can be outgoing and be exactly who I am. So moving did stop the bullying, but the insecurities were definitely still there. It took me a few years after that to truly feel like I can be myself, just to accept 
that it's okay to show my masculine and feminine side and real friends will love me for that. And that is true for anyone out there. If you are or know someone who is suffering from being bullied, there are many different websites and hotlines that you can go to for help, uh, such as stopbullying.gov, American SPCC, and the dosomething.org. I believe the number one thing to stop your children from becoming bullies is by teaching them what empathy is and understanding and go over different scenarios of how they speak to their friends and how they speak to kids around them. Is that language like a bully would use or is that language of an empathetic person? That's my personal beliefs and values and how I will be teaching my children about bullying when I have kids. (laughs) So thank you so much for listening and I hope that you fight the good fight to keep our kids from becoming a true animal, the bully. Have a good day or night wherever you are in the world.